0: Welcome to the New Vision Podcast. New Vision, New Vision, covering the whole
1: world. Hello, welcome to the New Vision Podcast. My name is Adi, Fred Max. Now, this is our third episode of our journalist who gets trafficked, sold in a Dubai slave market, works as a slave, escapes and manages to return back home to tell you this story. If you missed our previous episodes, please go to www.newvision.co.uj. Let's dive straight into our third episode and find out more.
0: This is your captain speaking with just a little flight information. At 10.30 a.m., we board a Kenya Airways plane from Entebbe to Jomo Kenyatta International Airport in Nairobi, Kenya. We exit the building to a waiting bus. We laugh when some girls bypass the bus. Some of them fail to fill the health ministry forms because they do not know what to write. The airport escalators are also a challenge. Some fall off, while others refuse to risk and opt to take the stairs. It was a funny scene. Many get lost while looking for the boarding gate to Dubai, and others lose their boarding passes and have to run back to the desk for advice. While going through check-ins in Nairobi, Officers who tell us to remove shoes quickly regret it because someone's shoes were so smelly that they had to spray the whole area with air freshener. The flight from Nairobi to Dubai took us 5 hours and 20 minutes. My neighbor is a fat woman dressed in a white vest and black trousers. She greets me with a smile and introduces herself as Irene from Western Uganda. After a light conversation, we realize that we are going in the same destination for the same mission. She says she is a future millionaire. She tells me she left her two-year-old baby with her brother. Her worry is that she did not know the agent who promised her a lot of money. On checking our passports, we discover that her visas were issued by the same company called Etihad Airways. She tells me there is another woman on the same flight with a similar visa. However, since our inviting agents are different, We do not think that we will end up in the same place. Of course, there were goofs too. She fails to switch on the screen which is attached to each chair to fix the headsets and to tighten the belt. She looks for the provision in vain. When rice, chicken, alcohol and wine are served, she uses her hand instead of the plastic fork provided. Later, when the flight attendants return to take the headsets, they find that she has already packed them. By the time we land in Dubai, the only thing missing on our lips is a song. Our spirits are high. We are cleared and ushered through the lobby into a train to the immigration section. The queues are full of Indians, Ethiopians, Chinese, Japanese, and a few Europeans. Most of them have families. We are very excited at this point. Yes, I'm in Dubai. I feel Dubai. I am a Dubai girl. From immigration, We pick our luggage and keep following people who have luggage, imagining we are exiting to where we are to be picked from. I was told by Nusura that my employer will be at the airport with a large paper bearing my name. There are many people at the exit area, so I start looking for the person with my name, but I do not see anything. Suddenly, anxiety returns. What if there is no one to pick me up? What will I do since I do not have a return ticket? I try to call Vision Group, but discover that my phone cannot call without internet data. I start sweating. What if I'm arrested? I busy myself with reading signs around so that people do not think I am lost. Suddenly, a tall, muscular man, I think he's Ethiopian, wearing a hoodie, comes towards me, holding his phone. He shows me his phone, and my picture was on the screen. It was a picture I had earlier sent to Nusura in the morning. I am scared by his looks. My instincts tell me he's not a good guy. He asks me to follow him, but I hesitate. I start praying to God that he's not my employer. He starts walking away, but realizes that I'm not following him. He gestures impatiently that I am wasting his time. I oblige. He leads me to a group of five girls all looking cold, scared, and speechless. He asks for my passport and visa paper. I gather the courage and ask him if he was my employer and if he's not, then where was my employer? Come on, woman. I'm not here to answer your questions. Just hand over your passport and visa, please. He backs. When he realizes that I'm trying to take his picture, he pauses and says, feel free, you can take my picture openly. You do not have to hide or play, girl, but just hand over your passport I promise to return them to all of you after we have reached our destination. I hand it over and immediately feel defenseless. I wonder how the assurances we had worked out at Vision Group to guarantee my security would work out. I tried texting my agent, but I did not have internet data. We follow him to the elevator without saying a word, and then to the parking lot. He is guarding us while speaking on phone. We later learned that he was expecting another girl who escaped at the airport. After talking on the phone, he declines to answer any questions. He says we should reserve the questions for the agent to whose home we were heading. He drives us through the city for about 40 minutes. I am too scared to enjoy the view of Dubai at this point. I try to cram the route, but it is so confusing. We arrive at midnight in Ajman municipality at Shina Building on Ajman Pal Towers. The man heads us into a lift, which takes us to the fifth floor. We end up at an apartment written on room 502, and we knock. A tall, fat brown woman, who later asks us to call her Sarah, opens the door. Behind her, a cloud of shisha smoke follows and soon engulfs her. Shrouding, she gestures that we enter the smoke-filled room. We hesitate to enter because it looks like a den for criminals. Sarah and the man who had brought us shove us in. It seemed we were sex work recruits. It was scary. I made a sign of the cross as I entered. The man hands over our passports to Sarah and leaves. From the smoke-filled room, we proceed to a sitting room and as some of us are finding seats, the woman gestures angrily that we continue following her we end up in an inner room that is supposed to be a store. I realise that Sarah is also Ethiopian. The room is too tiny for the five of us to fit in, but she shuts the door behind her. There's a single metal bed, two small mattresses on the floor, pillows and four small blankets. The room has a window which is sealed and so depends on AC for aeration. It has no access to the outside world, And the ever-on bulb makes it impossible to tell the time. This was to be our prison for days. We rest our bags and start crying all at once. Everyone is openly wailing and calling upon God or Allah for help. Two girls fling themselves down and roll in tears. What hell is this? What a fall from the height of expectation and hope. Then Sarah storms back and scolds us into silence. What stupid drama she backs! She tells us that we all belong to her because she bought us with the money she invested in our visas and air tickets. She declares that anyone who wants her freedom should pay her back 4,000 dirhams, which is equivalent to about 4 million shillings. What psychological torture. Some girls wish they had HIV, TB or were pregnant so they can be deported immediately. All that bad stuff seems better than being holed up in a room in a place we do not know and a future we cannot guarantee. After about five minutes, one of us advises that we stay strong because crying is not going to change anything. They give us rice and chicken to eat, but I do not remember how it tasted. All that is going on in my mind at this point is how I could work myself to this corner, all in the name of journalism.
1: You've just listened to the third episode of our Dubai Undercover podcast. If you missed the first and second episode, find them at www.newvision.co.ug forward slash podcasts or simply click the media menu bar and go to podcast. For any comments, let us know what you think about this podcast on any of our social media platforms. Otherwise, you can look out for the fourth episode. Which will be coming on Monday. Stay safe and God bless you. You've been listening to the New Vision Podcast. New Vision, New
0: Vision covering the